I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Like, you talk about basketball, what's a better feeling? Like tomahawk dunk in somebody's face or we're like 50-50 ball in the end zone mossing them getting the touchdown what, what gets the adrenaline pumping more uh definitely that 50-50 ball yeah it, it just means more um you don't score that much in football you score right. a lot in basketball uh so definitely mossing somebody in the back of the end zone yeah, yeah that's that's the one you're listening to bet ql daily with joe ostrowski joe Gilio, and aaron hawksworth from bet ql Welcome back. Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network. Joe Ojo, Jaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. The NFL Combine in full swing. The voice there of Drake London, wide receiver from USC. He'll be a first-round pick in late April. I love that he said mossing someone. That's that's a term. I mossed him. That, that's great. The, um, the homage to Randy Moss and, and what he did at defensive backs for all those years. Joining us to talk NFL Combine in the offseason to come, Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Ben, curious your thoughts on on this year's wide receiver class because we we started with uh, Drake London there. You know, last year it was pretty obvious that there were some big-time wide receivers, Jamar Chase the best, but then Jalen Waddell uh, and Devontae Smith both had really good rookie years. This year is probably not a guy that's going in the top five. I'm not sure if any will even land in the top ten, but it's an interesting class. Drake London, uh, Traylon Burks, uh, kid from uh, Ohio State. Well, what do you think about this wide receiver class as we, uh, we enter the combine here? Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of talent. I do I do agree with you. The top-end talent uh, may not be there as far as getting the guy in the first 10 selections, but um, I do think like uh, at least the range of outcomes for a lot of these guys, we could see a guy definitely pop up in like the Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase type situation where they do take the league kind of by storm in the rookie year. Um, I do think you know a guy like Jamison Williams, if he wasn't injured, could be the guy that could potentially be uh, relevant as a top-10 selection. But uh, a lot of, you know, I would say – Decent talent. There's obviously some question marks like Drake London, obviously coming off his ankle injury, uh, has has injury concerns as well. But I think there are a lot of guys that are going to be playmakers at the NFL level uh, for quite some time from this particular wide receiver class. Ben, what did you take a look at when uh, doing your research with the combine props that are available from sportsbook to sportsbook? Like for, for most spots, what, what I guess the best value seems to be the fastest 40 time at each given position. What were some things that you looked at? Yeah, definitely. I do think, you know, that was the one that definitely moved the most in the market. And there's interesting betting uh, combine props, just given the fact that all the information, as far as at least who's going to participate, they give the initial list, but then a lot of guys kind of drop out to you. Some of these like no type props, some of these, things to be you know not necessarily reaching uh you know like a world record type of setting and like the you know the 40 yard dash the long jump and those sorts of things they all should be knocked down significantly based on some of the the opt-outs that we've seen come across in the combine and those numbers don't really get affected so definitely not a very uh, efficient market obviously really low total but uh, i think you know specifically with the 40 yard dash time 
Uh, I think wide receiver still has a ton of value. Derek Stingley's not going to be uh, running from the cornerback position. Uh, I know a lot of people like Tariq Woolen as well, UTSA cornerback, but he's kind of, you know, the 6'3", six, 6'4", six, uh, type of cornerback. So if he ran in that 4.3 range, uh, that would be close to unheard of. He'd look almost like, you know, a DK Metcalf type of clone or something out there. So I do think it's going to be a wide receiver running the fastest 40-yard time. I do think Kelvin Austin makes a lot of sense. Uh, he does have, you know, this track and field sprinter type background. I also think uh, a guy like Sky Moore, who is a late round prospect, but kind of has that same, you know, bodybuild type mentality to really be able to fly. And I do think if, if somebody is going to go under 4.3 seconds, it's going to be probably one of those two guys. So I like wide receiver uh, at a plus price to still have the fastest 40 yard dash time in these combine props. We keep hearing about Kenny Pickett and his hand size. I'm curious your thoughts and also which quarterback do you think might go first in the draft? Yeah, the hand size, it's, 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 it used to be a really big thing. I do think, you know, people have kind of started to realize given, you know, Joe Burrow had some similar concerns and those sorts of things that may not impact these guys as much as uh, what conventional wisdom was at. So I'm, I'm not really going to knock Kenny Pickett for uh, maybe having one of the smaller hand sizes that we've seen so far. He's not a guy that I uh, have as, you know, my top quarterback heading into the 2022 draft. I do like um, Malik Willis quite a bit. I think he's, you know, kind of becoming a trendy and popular pick to be to the number one quarterback off the board if you don't want to go that route. I also like Sam Howell. I had a really solid 2020 performance with, you know, a lot of guys that went on to, you know, play in the NFL in 2021 did take a step back in the senior season, but he's shown the ability to uh, basically make every throw on the football field ha- has some ability with his legs as well. So I think, you know, he's an intriguing landing spot for a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I could see him potentially being a surprise selection to be that number one quarterback. Ben, I noticed uh, about a week or two ago you were uh, you were tweeting about Aaron, about uh, Russell Wilson and the kind of the disrespect on Russell Wilson futures for the MVP next season. His odds, depending on where you look, the same as Jonathan Taylor, a running back. Yesterday we got uh, at least some sort of public declaration from the Seahawks that he's not available. They're not uh, taking calls on on Russell Wilson in a trade. We'll see if they um, they actually follow through on that or if he forced a trade. But right now he's a Seahawk. Um, so you're still high on Russell. What do you think this past year was? Just the injury? What do you think about Russell Wilson's future year? Because his name keeps coming up as a possible trade, uh, you know, trade target for a lot of teams. Yeah, definitely. So he does have the no trade clause, but I do think if he if he does somehow get moved, uh, that's only going to increase his opportunity as far as winning the or being in the MVP discussion. So maybe that's one reason to buy into it. But I think if you look at him staying in Seattle as well. Uh, the makeup of that team, it's going to have to be heavily offensive. It's going to have to be uh, a lot through the passing game, right? I mean, they still have DK Metcalf. They still have Tyler Lockett. But their defense is going to be really poor. So if they want to win football games in 2022, I do think it's going to be more of a shootout type of environment. And I do think that leads to Russell Wilson putting up some gaudy numbers. So uh, I know, you know, 2021 didn't work out whatsoever in any way that Seattle imagined. I do think a lot of it was due to injury. Some of it, you know, still... Uh, the Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson uh, offensive dynamic still needs to be, you know, uh, figured out a lot more than what it has been. But as long as they're not setting them up in some of these first and long, second and long type running situations uh, and playing and catering the offense more towards his strength, he has been a guy that has graded uh, really well from a PFF perspective. I think if we're looking at single season grades, he has, you know, two of the top five uh, passing performances from a PFF grading standpoint over the last 15 years. So he's a guy that's been at the top of his position for quite some time, has done it previously. And I do think, 
you know, like you said, where he's at in the MVP odds right now, I think if you're looking for a dark horse candidate, I don't know if anybody makes more sense than Russell Wilson uh, from my perspective. Hmm. Uh, ben, have you gotten involved in any of these betting markets uh, projecting where quarterbacks are going to land uh, it all, all the chatter coming out of Green Bay points to Rodgers returning there, or I know Deshaun Watson, that's available, or the quarterback that will take the next snap for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Any of those of interest? I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to end up with a rookie quarterback, whether it's you know Malik Willis, Sam Howell, or even Matt Corral. I do, I do think that fits you know, the direction that the team is probably going to go. They do seem like they're going to keep Mason Rudolph there, but they definitely need to bring in some competition for him. So I think they go the rookie quarterback route. Uh, Indianapolis, I think, is, is is kind of intriguing to land a veteran quarterbacks. Maybe somebody like Jameis Winston, uh, I think, can definitely elevate that team, especially if they want to go wide receiver uh, in the first round as well. So I think those two make a lot of sense. I, I know we all want to see one of these, you know, marquee-type quarterbacks, whether it be Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers potentially, you know, uh, changing teams. But as we move forward in the offseason, it just seems like that's becoming a lot more unlikely. So uh, I think it's going to be, you know, the second-tier quarterbacks that are really going to be more so on the move, guys like Baker Mayfield, maybe Kirk Cousins in those sort of situations. But um, I think – uh, I think I think that the Deshaun Watson question is mainly going to be uh, a, the biggest driver in the futures market from a betting perspective. Obviously, wherever he ends up uh, could be potential, you know, Super Bowl type caliber team. So I think he's obviously the big fish to watch. But given you know the, the extenuating circumstances that are happening, you know, outside of football, uh, he's not somebody that you can really you know look at one way or the other from that perspective. So. So we'll see. I don't know. Kind of a long, long convoluted answer, but uh, there are a number of teams that need to do something at quarterback. Thankfully, uh, you know, maybe the quarterback class in 2022 isn't as bad as what people are uh, currently projecting it to be, but uh, I'm not really overly confident in any free agent acquisition uh, really moving the needle for any of these teams either. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you going to take a flyer on any teams in the futures market, um, you know, given the potential impact of this quarterback carousel? I, I, so I, 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 and I know Joe's not going to want to hear this, but I do think, you know, Philadelphia 
with Jalen Hurts is probably undervalued right now. Uh, and they could definitely be a player in the quarterback market if they absolutely want to. So I think they're a team that uh, you're kind of getting them at their floor price here uh, from a futures perspective. So if they do end up making a move to land a guy like Russell Wilson, that's only going to increase their, you know, increase their odds uh, in order to compete in the NFC, NFC East and potentially get to the Super Bowl. So I like them as taking a flyer, and I think it's kind of a calculated risk based on the fact that they could still be better than what a lot of people are projecting with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Um, outside of them, you know, there's some teams in the NFC uh, that I kind of want to buy into. I do think Seattle uh, can definitely be relevant in the NFC West with Russell Wilson at quarterback. So maybe that's more so, you know, a fade of this quarterback carousel potentially playing out. But I think if Russell Wilson stays in Seattle, uh, they're at least going to be in a spot where they can potentially get uh, another wild card berth and then make some noise in what I think is a very down NFC conference here in 2022. Ben, uh, you recently posted about uh, NFC, all the teams, AFC, NFC, and, and how much they're projected to lose in, in wins above replacement with free agents, right? How many good players are about to hit free agency off their team, which could certainly change their roster. And what, what stood out to me looking at that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have a lot there, and I feel like there's a, a sense like, well, Brady's retired. If they land one of these quarterbacks, they're right back there. But it feels like there's a lot of changes that are about to happen in Tampa. Um, Tampa's future here, even if they can find a, a quarterback to replace Brady, uh, is it as bright as some people think? I don't think, yeah, I don't think so whatsoever, right? I mean, uh, they have, you know, the, the skill position is obviously going to be, you know, completely revamped from what it was uh, in 2021. Chris Godwin sounds like he's probably not going to be there. Rob Gronkowski is a free agent as well. And, you know, the offensive line, some retirements, some free agents and everything else. So it is not going to be any sort of marquee destination. They're going to have to win win games with their secondary uh, and, you know, to a lesser extent, maybe, maybe the running game. But, yeah, I think I think in a down NFC South, uh, the Buccaneers probably still aren't even, re- you know, really touchable, even if they do land a decent side, you know, a decent free agent option at the quarterback position. They're just not a team that I think uh, is set up to win here uh, in 2022. So definitely a team I'm going to be fading, but I don't know who to buy in in, in in the NFC South right now or the AFC South for that matter because those two divisions I think are definitely shaping up to be probably the worst ones uh, in the NFL in 2022. Uh, ben, I- I'm asking you, this is a tough one uh, to answer because we're projecting a bit, but we know there are going to be some hot names uh, by the time we get to early next week. Okay, this is the buzz. These players were the buzz of the combines. And we're going to get more and more draft, NFL draft uh, props, different markets that we haven't seen before. I mean, last year was amazing. It was so much fun, especially if you were jumping in early. Do you think the move is to jump on some of these buzzy players early or to fade some of the overreaction we're going to see early on with the guys that do well at the combine? Yeah, I definitely think it's, I definitely think it's fading uh, the, the reaction from the combine. I definitely think, you know, the testing numbers and those sorts of things haven't necessarily fallen completely out of favor uh, in NFL front offices, but I do think uh, placing so much emphasis on them and adjusting draft stock based on, you know, combine numbers specifically is just not something that we're going to see teams gravitate toward here. I think that's only going to be less than 2022. So I think fading uh, maybe the, 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 the trendy name coming out of the combine, uh, given the fact that we still have pro days coming up, we still have, you know, uh, you know, interviews with those teams and those sorts of things. I do think that fading those names makes a lot of sense from a betting perspective. But uh, I think you touched on my favorite time of year. I do love the NFL draft props probably more than anything else. I do think we're going to see a lot of them uh, come out in the market again. I think my main takeaway from the combine is more going to be, um, you know, what teams 
met with what groups of players and what, what that actually says about those teams maybe drafting certain positions, right? Like whether they're going to gravitate more toward the wide receiver position, offensive line, and those sorts of things. So I think those are uh, some of the markets that I'm going to be targeting right away to probably try and capture some of the combine news and information that we have coming out of this week. Any other bets you like, whether it be a future combine draft? Um, I, I, I still think Evan Neal has some decent value, even at a minus price to go number one overall in the NFL draft. That's the only one that I'm really seeing, uh, you know, listed at some of these books right now. But um, other than that, I do think, you know, uh, nobody to run under a 4.2940 yard dash time at the combine, I think is definitely a pretty safe bet as well. Um, given, you know, the makeup of who's actually going to be running that. I do think that uh, this is going to be more a showcase of some of those big guys, uh, you know, that, you know, measuring in, you know, insane amounts that, you know, the weight and height and putting up uh, pretty impressive performances from a bench press perspective. But I do think we're going to probably take a step back from, you know, a speed perspective. So I think saying no on a lot of those uh, is definitely how I'm approaching a lot of these combine bets right now. Great stuff, Ben. We always appreciate hopping on. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. It's funny he brought the uh, the under or over 4.29. We mentioned that yesterday on the show. That's probably yeah. the way to bet the 40 times here. I am noticing as we uh, we talked to Ben there, some of the measurements are, are happening with wide receivers. So we're starting to get that. I'm sure we'll get some hand size stuff and height and weight and all that coming in over the next couple hours and days. It's fun. The NFL Combine is here. Coming up on the other side, we'll dive into the NBA tonight's card. The Bulls of the Hawks with some kind of wild line movement there. And John Morant against the very good defense of the Boston Celtics. That's all up next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.